0: Are you listening? If you've got a big house, you paid off your mortgage, raised a the family, they're out of school, they're off to university, they've started a job, and you're looking back and you're thinking, Jenks, I wish I'd saved for my retirement. Well, I tell you what, equity release might be your saving grace. If you've not paid for your pension and you're now sitting with a property that hasn't got a mortgage on it, then the only way that you might be able to get by in retirement is through equity release. That's what today's show is all about. I'm Jonathan Williams. You're listening to the Bricks and Water podcast. Bricks and Water podcast, well that's a podcast about property. If you've got an interest in property, buying, selling, renting or investing in property, then in the next half hour we'll have something that floats your boat and lights your candle. Last week's show, I told you about the exam, didn't I? Well, I tell you what, haven't I just gone and passed it? We went and uh, did the exam in this shabby building just opposite uh, Glasgow Central Station and spent two hours there. Usual exam criteria it was a multiple choice. This one was 75 questions, 50 was pure multiple choice, and then 25 questions which were based upon uh, a specific uh, set of scenarios. So I managed to get through that. and uh, I, I ended up getting 85%, so uh, pretty chuffed about that. And now I can advise on equity release. And that's what today's show is going to be all about. Equity release, it's all about lifetime mortgages and home reversions plans. Now before I talk about that, uh, let me talk about uh, another podcast that i've been listening to recently called asian efficiency Uh, this is a productivity podcast and i've been delving into this and really it probably has been the only podcast that i've been listening to over the last month or so it is absolutely fantastic if you are at all interested in improving your productivity understanding what productivity is about this is an absolute must it goes on about how to set up rituals it goes through a five minute journal all about chunking time um, segmenting the day dividing your day I tell you what it is has been a boon an absolute boon Uh, and as I say if you're at all interested in trying to improve your productivity then this is the podcast for you I do uh, I'm a member of a networking group on a Friday and we meet on a Friday morning and I'm uh, the dubious task of delivering uh, what's called an educational slot and I do that every Friday morning and this podcast has been absolutely fantastic in getting small digestible segments Uh, just last week there I did something on the why now it's so important when you're in business to understand not just what you are selling that's really important because because I'm you need to tell the people that are buying your product what you are selling and what you do. But even more important is the why. That's why you are doing what you are doing. Because ultimately, if you can understand your why, then your what will have more impact. And I have to say that of all the things that I've learned from this particular podcast Asia on Asian sufficiency, that is the thing to understand. It is the why. And over the last week, two weeks or so, since I've, I've got into this, that's what I'm trying to understand. What is my why? Because I do believe that if you can understand and know what your why is, your what will have greater impact. So one of the reasons why I'm doing this particular podcast is really to use my legal knowledge over 20 years to help you, the listener, understand the buying and selling process in Scotland so that hopefully you'll avoid the mistakes that so many people make. And when you're making those mistakes, it's just going to add stress to the whole process. And that's really what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give you information so that you avoid the usual stresses and strains associated with the buying process in Scotland. So the next piece of information we're going to give you is we're going to have a chat, a discussion on equity release. Okay, let's talk equity release, shall we? I think equity release in the next 10, 15 years is really going to be at the forefront of planning for the elderly, Uh, financial planning for the elderly. I think there are so many people and individuals that I've come across that have got their kids through school, they're off to university or they're in jobs, they've paid off their mortgage, they suddenly realise that they've been living high on the hog and they actually haven't got a pension or their pension has been performing so poorly that they're going to be struggling as far as retirement is concerned. As the government continue to push out the date of the retirement as the state pension gets whittled away, I think... It 's only going to become more important, so I thought, having passed the exam let 's have a chat about equity release. shall we so what i 'm going to do is i 'm going to talk about background of equity release we 'll then go and talk about the two types of products that are out there currently, and then what we 'll do is we will talk about pros and cons of both the lifetime mortgage and the reversion plans, and then we 'll do a mop up on the review so let 's crack ahead and let 's talk about background. So when and why did equity release rear its head? I guess you can take this back to the mid-80s, and equity release was one of these things that insurance companies and salesmen in shiny suits and white socks used to sell, and I think there was a lot of bad press associated with this. Certainly, one of the members of, of my family got into a shared appreciation uh, plan and it really was not the best idea. And I think certainly Bank of Scotland shared appreciation schemes have come under a lot of pressure, so much so that it really is not something that you find is being sold. It will be something that individuals will decide that they will take out because they don't have any other options for many it will be seen as the only option uh, for many it will be seen as the, the last option but for for others who for example don't have family and are they're, they're, they're widowed don't have any family then it, it may well be a sensible course to get money out of their property to then buy an annuity or some other financial product to give them an income. So it is really aimed at those who are asset rich and income poor. And obviously aimed at the elderly as well. Equity release. So what you're doing is you have got a property. That property it may or may not have a mortgage on it and what you're looking to do is to release equity from that property which will then give you a lump sum and then you can use that lump sum to invest in other financial products which will give you an income. We'll go and talk about pros and cons but let's start off with the two types of products that you've got. So first one is the lifetime mortgage. Pretty straightforward to understand. What you're doing is you're taking a mortgage out over your property. You're getting a lump sum. You can either pay the interest or you don't pay the interest. You can can pay capital and interest, but a lot of people will just either pay the interest only or the interest will roll up. And then you've got the reversion plans, the home reversion plans, where you'll sell a stake of your property to the home reversion company, and they'll allow you to remain in the property. So those are the two types of products, and you have to be fully understanding of what the two products will give you, because they are very distinct, they have similar benefits insofar as you'll get a lump sum but the big big difference is that one of them you'll be transferring ownership and the other one you'll be keeping ownership so that is probably the most important thing if you're considering equity release that's probably the most important thing to understand that one of the products means that you'll retain ownership And the other one means that you will be giving ownership up. Lifetime and reversion. Let's talk lifetime first, shall we? So we've got interest. Uh, So what will happen is that you've got your property. You will be able to get a loan over that property. The interest rates tend to be slightly higher than the normal uh, high street interest rates. You'll find that most of the high street lenders, if they're not lending into lifetime mortgages at the moment, then I would suspect in the next couple of years, everybody will be buying into the market because the demographic is such that this is going to be a growing market. It can't go any other way than get a growing market. And whilst a lot of the Banks and building societies are still got blooded noses from the 2007-2008 fiasco. It has very much been the insurers who have got into the lifetime and the reversion plans. But I think what you'll find is that once the banks start seeing that the insurance companies are making money from this, then they'll be looking to fill their boots as well. So lifetime, let's get back and talk about that. You either get an interest only or you can go capital interest. Most people will go just interest only. You can pay the interest, okay, just as if it was an interest only mortgage or you won't pay the interest but the interest will roll up. We'll talk about the pros and cons about that a little bit later but in essence that's what you've got. You've got interest that you can pay or interest that you'll roll up. How much can you borrow? Probably about 35% loan to value. I think Scottish Building Society at the moment, this is dictating this on November 2016. And Scottish Building Society will probably look at something around about 35% loan to value. In order for you to advise on these kinds of products, you have to be qualified. I think that's one of the prerequisites that the banks and building societies will have, that you will have to have some qualification, sit an exam to say, I've ticked the box, I understand the product and I can advise clients. So that is lifetime mortgages, pretty straightforward to understand you probably need to get your head round a wee bit the reversion plan side of things. So this is the second type of product and this is a home reversion plan. And in essence, what we do here is that we have an insurance company or a home reversion plan company and they will buy your property. They will rent the property back to you. Okay, You can sell part of your property. You can sell all of your property. And what the home reversion company will do is that they will probably give you up to 60-65% of the value of your property in a lump sum so that you can go away and invest that. So as with both products, they're going to give you a lump sum for you to go away and invest. But with a reversion plan, you're transferring, physically transferring ownership And the other thing to understand is that it's not a mortgage. Because you're transferring ownership, you're not having to pay any interest. And for some people who are on a very modest income and the whole point of doing the home reversion plan equity release is to release capital to create a bigger income, then that suits them down to the ground. So that's lifetime mortgages and reversion plans it doesn't suit everybody. You need to have advice from a qualified person. I think the families have to be involved. They can be beneficial, but there are pros and cons. Let's talk about them, shall we? So lifetime pros, reversion pros, what's good about lifetime mortgages? Well, clearly you're retaining ownership. So if you've got beneficiaries, that's going to be good for them. You're not selling the the family silver. Whilst you're not selling the family silver, you are creating a debt. Um, And that's something that that could be beneficial. If you've got a large estate, uh, you've got a lot of assets, and you are close to the inheritance tax threshold, then by creating that debt, that will come off when your uh, assets are calculated upon death that will be coming off you the value of your estate so therefore reducing your estate for inheritance tax purposes so that's probably a benefit that for those people who have got high uh, assets that they want to reduce them then lifetime mortgages might be something they're easy to understand you know what's not easy what's it's just not complicated you get a mortgage you're either interest only or your capital interest you're probably more likely to go interest only you either pay the interest or you let the interest roll up they're flexible you get a lump sum and it's up to you as to what you invest them in and I think one of the benefits over the version plan is that people understand what a mortgage is it's just a glorified interest-only mortgage where you can either pay the interest or you allow the interest to roll up. Lifetime cons. Let's talk about the drawbacks. Because as with all financial products, there are they don't suit everybody and there are pros and cons. Well, one of the cons, obviously, is that you're going to have to pay interest. And if you don't pay the interest and you decide in the circumstances because you don't have an income that the interest is going to roll up, you will be surprised how quickly that interest starts to grow. But my understanding is that over a 10-year period, you can expect the amount that you've borrowed, if you don't pay the interest back on a monthly basis, you can expect the capital that you require to pay back to double over a period of 10 years. So again, I think that's a consideration that you need to look at. You're not going to be able to borrow too much from a lifetime mortgage. We're looking probably something around 30% loan-to-value. So you really have to have a property which is pretty valuable for you to make this workable. So it's only 30% generally. That could well go up. It could well be that as the amount of people start to get interested in interest in the uh, equity release then you might find that the amount of interest the amount of, of capital rather you can get out on the loan to value will increase it is reducing your estate so you need to involve and as i say this to all my clients you have to get your family on board you have to get them to understand that you need income and that one of the drawbacks if you're going down an equity release route is that it's going to reduce the amount that is going to be in your estate so therefore the beneficiaries are going to get less loot when you pass away i think it's called skiing isn't it spending the kid's inheritance so lifetime pros lifetime cons let's go and talk about reversion pros and cons Reversion pros and cons, well, clearly one of the, the great things about reversion plans is that you get 75% loan to value. So it's better if you're needing a greater amount of money out of your property, then home reversion plan will give you upwards, well, around about 60%, 65%. That's a large chunk of change. And you can certainly, if you've got a big property you can really do something with that as far as creating an income with various other financial products. It has the benefit of IHT planning just as all lifetime uh, equity release products, Uh, you will get a lump sum, that will then become a debt on your estate and if you are close to the IHT threshold then that can certainly bring down uh, the asset value which will then take you under the IHT limits. So, if you're doing some clever IHT planning, uh, equity release is something, and reversion, home reversion plans, is something that you may want to look at. The other thing is that you stay in your own house. You can live, continue to live as a tenant uh, until you die or until you go into full-time care those are the two reasons why the property would then be sold and don't kid yourself this is something that the insurance company are there to make money on and ultimately once you die they own the property and they'll be selling the property if you go into life if you go into care then again that is likely to be one of the triggers that will allow the company that now own your property to sell the property so whilst it it does give you a right of occupancy to stay in the property and for so many people that is so so important especially if that's there's an emotional attachment to property um, they've brought up their family in that property then you can understand that they might not want to move out of the property. So those are the three pros. Let's talk about cons. Well, you're gonna lose ownership. That's one of the biggies. It's not like a a lifetime mortgage where you you continue to own the property, you're giving up your rights of ownership and you're only there as a tenant. You're also gonna have to continue to maintain the property. So that's one of the, the cons as well. Whilst ownership normally, maintenance normally goes with ownership, not with the reversion plans. You will also see that you have got an immediate reduction in your asset base. So therefore, you need to bring your beneficiaries along with you. In making the decision to go down the home reversion plan. Thirdly, if you're getting benefits, that's to say state benefits, then you need to be aware that the big lump of money that you're going to get out of equity release is potentially going to have a detrimental effect as far as your means tested benefit is concerned. So be aware Uh, it's a question that financial advisors will be asking you that if you go down the route of equity release we will be wanting to know what means tested benefits you get and therefore you need to do a calculation to see whether or not it's worth your while is it worth your while getting a whole lot of money and then buying a financial product that's going to give you an income to the detriment of the fact that you're actually going to be losing money Because your means test the benefit is going to be given up. So there we go. There's your reversion pros, your reversion cons. It's not for everybody. You know, it, it is clearly for the elderly. And it will not suit all of the elderly. Because there will be those obviously that have got income and they're quite happy with that. But there will undoubtedly be, you know, listening to this. You must know people who are in a situation where they've paid off their mortgage and they haven't put enough aside as far as a pension is concerned. It is going to be a huge problem. The government know this. Everybody in financial services knows this. And so therefore, that's why I think that equity release is going to be on the agenda, which may be no bad thing because it means that more companies will come in, it will become more competitive. um, And the slur I guess that it had in the past being sold by men in shiny suits and white socks that will begin to fade as they see that there is good a good understanding and that good understanding with the the knowledge that that brings they'll see and understand that it is a good product for a certain proportion of the market. So that's equity release it's a solution for an asset society it's crucial i think that you who are taking out either a lifetime mortgage or a reversion plan fully understand the implications of the differences of the two one you're keeping your ownership the other one you're letting go ownership and if you're letting go ownership as far as your assets is concerned You need to tell your beneficiaries and your family needs to be on side with that. You need to have family input. So those are the four things I want to just touch on there. Solution, it's a solution for the asset society. It's crucial that those taking out the policy understand the difference between lifetime mortgage and the reversion plan. The client needs to know what they want. They need to have analyzed their own situation and understand, is there a gap in their income? And if there's a gap in their income, there potentially is a product out there that will plug that gap. And that may well be equity release. And finally, family input. You need to bring the family along because ultimately, if you are taking out a mortgage, into your retirement, a lifetime mortgage, or you're taking out a home reversion plan, your family need to be aware. That's it, equity release. Alrighty, that's me had a crack at equity release. It's been a bit of a struggle, I have to say. I think I've had four or five attempts at that. Uh, first of all, we get interrupted by number one. And uh, secondly, I ended up going into the mobile studios. I'm sat, in, sat here in the Volvo, and uh, the recorder's been playing up. Don't quite know why the recorder's playing up, but uh, it, it is what it is. But I managed to, to crack it out. I'm sitting here in the Volvo, and uh, the Volvo that I've got is uh, it's called the Bomb, and, and it's 15 years old. And I'll tell you a little funny story. It's now just turned over 100,000 miles uh, so we'll probably keep it going for another 100,000, what with Volvos Volvo's being what Volvos are. But my two girls, who are 12 and 14, I wound them up last week and said to them, listen, girls, the car's coming up to 100,000 pounds, hundred thousand miles. Do you know what happens at 100,000 miles? And they turned around and said, no, no, Dad, what, what happens at 100,000 miles? I, I said, well, the car stops. And you know what they said? They said, great. We'll get a new car. They honestly believed that after 100,000 miles, that was it. You've had your your innings and the car stops, the wheels fall off. um, And my 14-year-old daughter was going to go back to her mates at school and explain that we were going to get a new car because we were coming up to the 100,000 miles. I I couldn't let her do that, so I did have to explain to her that I was just pulling her leg and that uh, unfortunately the car is not going to stop working at 100,000 miles and that uh, we're going to have to continue driving the bomb. Uh, Needless to say, she wasn't best pleased. We've talked here about equity release and as I say I do think that it is going to be something that is going to be on the agenda of a lot of people as we move forward. It is something that you do need to think long and hard about and hopefully in the last 20 minutes or so you've got a wee bit of a better understanding as to what that market is all about. I'm going to wrap up now. Uh, Number one has got the hockey trial tomorrow. uh, The hockey, again, we were out with the two girls. I think both of them had wins today, so that was all good. Uh, Scotland have just been trounced 3-0 in the football. Um, Goodness knows if Gordon Strachan is going to keep his job for much longer. And we watched the rugby today against the Australians. And once again, we got pipped at the post. I think we lost by a point. The Aussies scored in the last four minutes. We'd been we'd been uh, leading the game for 76 minutes. The Aussies scored in the last four. Close it down and uh, heartache for all those poor souls watching that over in Murrayfield. I'm going to sign off. Do catch up with me. We're doing the, uh, the video cast. I'm going to do a video cast there about equity release. I'm also going to do a video cast about protection. We're going to talk about income protection, life insurance and also critical illness. Catch up on that. You can catch up with me on the emails. Try me on Williams at begleybrown.co.uk trying to get some traction on the twitters so do follow me on the twitters j williams underscore bb we're on linkedin just type in jonathan williams and i'm more than delighted to uh, link in with you and then finally on the facebook bricks and mortar just type that into the uh, search bar and we'll come up and delighted to get you to join in all the fun on the facebook We'll catch you next week. You've been listening to the Bricks and Water podcast. You know what? It's a sideways look at property.